Olympic Channel podcast. He's six foot three, but this wave is even bigger. It's massive. It looks perfect, turquoise blue, kind of rolling along. The surfer, Owen Wright, pops out from underneath it. And you can't see his blonde hair because it's underneath the helmet. Owen Wright, there's that amazing rhythm he has with Chopo Tahiti. He'll celebrate another exit into the channel. The tube, the barrel, whatever you want to call it, it comes to an end. And Wright's hands are aloft celebrating winning the World Surf League event in Tahiti in 2019. He's beaten two-time world champion Gabriel Medina in the final, and it was an emotional moment. Man, I teared up out there when that hooter went, eh? It's just, jeez, uh, working hard and, and stoked to win. That's because it had been four years since Wright suffered a massive head injury. His life and career were in the balance. My name is Ed Knowles, this is the Olympic Channel Podcast. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Ranked number seven in the world, Owen Wright is a good bet for Australia's first surf team at Tokyo 2020. And back in 2015, he was a genuine contender for the world title, going into one of the biggest competitions in the surfing calendar, Pipeline, in Hawaii. He had a crash. The crash itself wasn't a huge wipeout. I mean, this is Hawaii, the waves are huge, but this particular injury was a build-up of lots of injuries in the past. This time, though, Wright was hurt very badly. He'd suffered a traumatic head injury, a bleed on the brain from a severe concussion. Wright's memories from that time are a little patchy, but Ashley Tullock sat down with him to talk about his incredible journey back into the water. Olympic Channel Podcast. Before we talk a bit more about your health, I wanted to ask you something. There are, most people will never be inside a barrel. Most people will never ever mm. go to Tahiti, be at Chaupu, and feel what it's like to be in there mm. uh, and, and to pop out the other side. What is the view like? What is, what is it like when you're sitting inside? Can you, can you sort of describe it? Yeah, well, I mean, just to get inside it, it at, and at Tahiti, you kind of got to put yourself in a position where your mind thinks there's no way you're going to make this and then um you get inside it and if you if you've done it enough times you can see where you are on the reef and you have that moment where time kind of just stands still a little bit and um kind of comes like it's it can be a bit of an eerie feeling too like you'll see some guys like crouch and brace and you'll see some guys just kind of like with their hands back and just like stand up tall and relax a bit. Yeah, it's a special feeling to be inside such a powerful, you know, part of Mother Nature. Mm. So um, uh, yeah, it's hard to explain. The view, though, how much of it, like, of the sky and sea, like, can you? I mean, I know it probably goes by quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But if I was, if you were to take a picture with your eyes, mm-hmm. what are you like? Oh, geez, the view. I guess the view <laughs> is kind of like a an a, a more of a 
objective thing that you're looking at and it, it's hard for me to explain that because I'm more on like feeling that moment so I, a lot of the times you're kind of not seeing the, the what what I could imagine you would see mm. from the photos is like the mountains and the boat and um, but I often register when I come out of the barrel I'll see the boats and I'll see people in the channel like arms above their head or clapping or whatever but when you're in there it's I don't really have the memory of like that and I reckon that's because you're just like in that moment yeah yeah just feeling it feeling it yeah do, I think do, so do you, are you breathing I, I wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the guys don't breathe when they're in the barrel the incident that happened if we go back um, to 2015 mm. uh, you're in Hawaii, things are going really good for you that mm -hmm. year. Um, fifth in the world, mm. potentially a world title just there. You're doing a warm-up session. Mm. Then, then what happened? Yeah, well, so 2015, I was in the title race. I was coming into pipe. I'd been looking in great form. Um, yeah, and then just, just by surprise, just had a. Um, a severe concussion and TBI and a bleed in the brain so it kind of that was like yeah just kind of taken away from us at that stage but um, how, did, how did it happen you were like you were catching a, like the actual physical nature of, of what happened when you were on the out in the water yeah so um, with concussions often there's not just one concussion there's a lead up of concussions right. and that was uh, the event that sent it over the edge. Um, uh, but how that particular event happened was I was out the back and, uh, well, I was on the inside ledge and it was about 15 feet plus and yeah. the inside of the ledge, you sit there and it's about 10 feet. Yeah. But I was sitting there to catch the double ups and the gnarly ones and whatnot. Um, and for people who don't know the inside ledge yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you don't really want to be there when it's that size yeah. but like you take the risk and you run a bit of a gauntlet so to speak um, and I was there and, and I, I, I just like lapsed concentration for a, a split moment um, and a, a huge wave came through it was about a 15 foot set and it was a 10 wave set or more from, uh, from what I heard um, and then I lapsed concentration and I tried to duck dive this wave and there's absolutely no chance of duck diving a wave that size and with that much water in it. Mm. So like a duck dive you go about this far underwater yeah. and a wave that's that size amazing. will penetrate just metres and metres under. Yeah. So yeah, I got about that far under the water and then just landed on me. Was that, that like was 60 centimetres? Yeah, yeah, about that far. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's no stopping the lip. It just went straight onto us and yeah, and then that was it. So that was just, uh, that was that incident. And that was obviously a build up of other things that had, that had happened, so. Yeah, I'd had other concussions. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that was what, you know, led to a severe concussion. You get mild, mild, and then things get worse and a severe concussion. And, and at that point, um, 
what sort of happened there? You went to the doctor and did they, were they able to give you a proper analysis straight away of what had happened? Well, I can give you a brief overview, but it took, <laughs> you know, it took a long time and um, the doctor's reports came out and it, it was just severe concussion with a TBI, which is a bleed on the brain. Um, and that, that process of recovery took, uh, it took a year to where I was back in the competitions mm. and the goal was to make the end of the year and regain my life. Right. And there was a number of times I was looking at stepping out. I had the doctors right there kind of, uh, we don't know about this. Um, mm. And then I pushed through and made that year and I finished, I still finished six that year, but mm. it was just touch and go whether or not I was going to be able to complete the whole year. Um, so there was a big journey there through the, from the event to getting all the way back to how, life. How, when, you, like, when we talk about the event, are we talking about like, just like you could speak, you could walk, you could work. What was the severity of your health? Like how far did you have to go to get back to, well, to where you are now? Yeah, and I mean, some of these questions are ones I find hard to answer because I don't have all the memories for those. Right. And so it's kind of like what, what I've heard and what and what I what people tell me and things like that so I find it hard to go or like relate to what I'm saying because it's like well yeah it was bad I think you know and uh but I you know I I had to learn to surf again um and regain all those functions um I think I struggled with a lot of things there at the start so um but yeah, I'm still like kind of processing all that mm. now. Like, and I know it's four years later, but it's just been such a long time. And I took on so many challenges to regain my life to the level I have that, um, yeah, like I just haven't sat back and digested that all to give the right answers. So, so you, you, your memory, some part of it's there. Like, how are you, how are you with your memory and, and things like that now? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good, yeah, uh, long terms. Yeah, long-term memory is great. Um, yeah, that's probably some of the stuff I've learned. There's so many different parts of the brain and so many different aspects, so many different parts get affected. It's pretty scary, isn't it? Like the whole, like someone can sit back and look at you and go, oh my God, why would you go do it again after everything you've been through? Why would you keep going back? Mm. Have people asked you that? Like, why, why do you keep doing it? I've asked myself that. <laughs> But um, yeah, health obviously, like um, a lot of sometimes, well, a lot of the times with uh, TBI recovery mm. is to regain your former life. So um, that's been the goal. And I just haven't stopped at like, oh, great, I can surf on the tour. Oh, great, like I'm surfing pretty well. Um, I've just kind of kept going until like, no, I want to be going for the title again. Um, so I just haven't stopped yet. Life has, I mean, life has lots of setbacks, life has lots of challenges and it does, you don't have to be a pro surfer to yeah. you know, have, have to deal with all these ups and downs. Um, but do you think that this trauma, I mean what from this trauma, because I imagine there has to be something, but what have you learnt from this? Has it changed your perspective on anything? Um, yes and no. You know, yes, I was given one way out, like, okay, 
that's where you need to go, get there. And I was, you know, struggling with health. Um, you mean to, to... To get, regain my health was to regain my life. Right. So it was like, that's the direction you need to go in. It wasn't like, okay, well, you've got this injury, I'll change your direction. Mm. It was like, to get your health back, you need to go in that direction. So that was like, you know, in one sense, I kind of have done the same thing that I was used to be doing, <laughs> you know, and didn't like, if you look at that, I didn't learn too much. But in another sense, I've learned so much about myself and health and how hard I can, you know, dig deep and, and be persistent and not give up in the setbacks that I've faced in going in that direction. So um, those are the kind of sweeter victories. Has it changed your perspective on life at all? I guess, yeah. <laughs> it has to change some perspective, but um, I guess part of my goal was to not have it, let it change me too much in a sense of like, I'm going to change my direction or change, well, like, I don't value this anymore, I don't mm. value that. Um, I, I really had it kind of set that I wanted to be the person I was prior, if not, well, if not just greater in a sense. So um, and in perspective, I guess that's kind of what I aimed for was to not really change it too much. Um, like that's part of the recovery was to, I mean, for sure, I could have not come back to surfing and then I would sit here and say, yes, it changed my perspective. I don't take waves like that anymore and I don't do this and I don't do that. But I'm sitting here saying like, that's what I want to do again. Yeah. And I'm doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting to those places in, within myself and yeah. So it has and it hasn't. It's, yeah. I guess that's the thing though. It's like you've gone back to what you know, right? You've that's gone, right. And it's like riding a bike. This is your bike. That's my bike. <laughs> Don't create a new bike. Like, that's your bike. Just fix it up and get riding again. So, like, that was kind of, I guess, some of the theories. Like, oh, like, you broke your leg, you know. You're going to learn to walk. You're going to run. Then you're going to sprint. And then you're going to, you know, you're going to be back to normal. I had a broken brain. And with that, it's like, oh, man, I can't surf and I can't, you know. And you, th you know, when you get a broken leg, you're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to run again. Mm. But that's because you're sitting there with a broken leg. <laughs> so it was just kind of that whole process was to like, hey, never lose sight of like, your brain's going to fix again and you're going to be able to run that fast again. Yeah. So in some ways, like my perspective changed in the sense of patience and persistence and kind of just never giving up and things like that. But in a sense of like, where my bike, it's still the same bike. My body's still the same. I'm still going for that one thing. So Maybe you've like just like changed a tire or something. Changed a couple of tires, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> changed a few tires, reinvented the handlebars. <laughs> but that's, that's a bit of insight there of like people with head injuries is, I think it would have been much harder for my own inner self to be like okay I can't surf again or like just let it go mm. through fear or through you know surfing I love it so I just yeah there was fear there and I had to deal with it so and as you say you're still probably 
dealing with it, you know. 100%. It's not like it's one of those things that just happen and you go, all right, I dealt with that, move on. Yeah, that's for sure. It did not work <laughs> like that. As much as I wanted to, to work like that, they're some of the things I got perspective on. Mm. Was like, it doesn't, life doesn't really work like how you want to like, just like, bang, yeah, great, I surfed a big wave, it's never going to bother me again. Yeah. Not the case. <laughs> <laughs> In August 2019, Owen Wright mastered those big waves once again and took a victory in the World Surf League in Tahiti. It's an amazing turnaround considering how serious his injury was. Sometimes brain injuries don't end well. Owen ended up sharing his moment with rival and friend Gabriel Medina, who paddled up to him to offer his congratulations after the win in Tahiti. When you look at you and you look at how far you've come, and it's amazing, you know, when you can sit down with someone like yourself and see footage from Tahiti and go, how in the world has this guy, you know, returned and come back to the way that he is? It's, I mean, it's really re remarkable. Do you appreciate that? Uh, I, I think um, it's just, it's, it's been a, a, a difficult subject of that because the better I've got, the more I've appreciated how far I've come. Um, and like, I feel in this last six months, I've come further and quicker than I have to the, any of the months before that or any of the years before that. So that appreciation has definitely really come in mm. on like, man, like, you were pretty toast. You were, <laughs> you were pretty down and out, and you not reshaped, but shaped yourself to the point where you can be still relevant on tour. Uh, with challenges, um, everyone's got them. Hmm. I just had them with this particular area, um, and I guess yeah, like this. You know, there's a lot of people that have these head injuries that never come back, never want to and I take my hats off to them because there's many a moment and many a times that I'm like what am I doing there is no hope like mm. stop trying uh, why am I doing it so I, I understand I understand those choices completely because a number of times I think it could have been a much easier route but um, for some reason I stuck at this one <laughs> and um, yeah I, I feel you know pretty happy that I did yeah because um, it's working out and you're doing it with like all your best mates right these mm -hmm. guys are people you've known forever um, Julian Wilson <laughs> yeah um, are they are they um, are they your friends or are they your rivalries like how do you where do they all sit in that kind of scale the guys that you're competing against I mean there's times that there's like like the greatest of friends and then there's times where you're like meet you really bad <laughs> so you, you know at the most time mostly just the friend you might just friends but when you put that rash shirt on mm. it it just changes um but it i find it nice to have uh heats against your mates because you're like you know what's up i know what's up and we're gonna try and beat each other right now yeah and um then we're gonna laugh about it afterwards or rub it into each other <laughs> so um but yeah like it's like gabby i'm great mates with him and you know I was clear before the, like before the comp started that I wanted to win that, and he was, 
you know, in the semi, I was like, I want Gabby because I want to have the opportunity to beat him, you know? So there's, there's things like that that you just, you're mates, but you, it's really fun to, to have that, like, history with the person you're surfing against. And I saw he came straight up, he paddled straight over to you, and you mm -hmm. had a very emotional moment there uh, where I guess you, you looked like you were trying to sort of gather yourself. Yeah. Um, is that what was happening? I'm, I'm just yeah. assuming that with the I'll, tears. <laughs> yeah, I was just gathering myself, like, just, I'd, just kind of, just, uh, just overwhelmed, I guess, mm -hmm. just that, that I, I'd tried so hard and uh, to get that win there and, and just be a you know, be healthy and be a competitor and to get the win just it felt felt like huge for me. So I was a bit overwhelmed and and yeah, and then Gabby being there and that it was awesome and, and I felt composed then and then I tried to talk on camera and I was like choked up again. Then I seen my fiance and uh, son and I was like crying again. So it was a, it was a really special moment for me. Yeah. And and to your point about Gavi and the relationships and the friendships you have, mm. I saw he went straight over to your fiance and son and was like mm. congratulating them as well. So it's just as much them for sure. And Gavi knows that. And and um, Gavi's great. You know, he's like an uncle to my son and 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 just an awesome mate to my fiance as well. So it's um, yeah, like he knows when I win like that. It's like for me especially the things that you know my little family's been you know, been there through the ups and downs through all this head injury stuff. So um, Gabby knows, you know, he was, he was just super happy for me. Um, and like I was for him when he won, you know, I you know, annoyed that I didn't win two years ago, but yeah, just, so I'm always happy to see him win and things like that. But um, yeah, that was nice to get that one and, and see, you know, he, he got to show like he's such a great guy and, and there's, you know, sometimes he gets portrayed badly, but he's a special human and a special heart, and he's a great, great bloke. You um, you were wearing a helmet this yeah. time. What was that like? Oh, the helmet was amazing. Um, I don't know why I haven't worn a helmet in the past. It's um, it was a huge just like mental barrier help for myself, and then also just like it makes so much sense, um, and it helped me just go the waves I wanted to go and know that I was protected mm. on some level. So, um, but other than that, you kind of can feel pretty naked out there, especially with it being so powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like riding a bike without a helmet, right? <laughs> well, I mean, the way I look at it, it'd be like jumping in a washing machine and putting it on fast spin with no helmet on. It's just, that's when you've fallen off those waves, yeah. you flip end over end that fast that you can't put your arms up, you can't protect yourself, you can't do anything. So it's just like, and you're in just like head deep water. Yeah. So like, where's the room to move? So like, well, it just made sense. It was like, I'm wearing a helmet. <laughs> Owen is from a famous surfing family. His sister Tyler won back-to-back -back WSL titles in 2016 and 2017. Her success meant a lot to Owen when he was recovering. Now it's time for Owen to do some supporting. In 2018, she fell ill with influenza A and then chronic fatigue syndrome. 
For someone usually super active, she's had to scale back significantly what she can actually do. She's back in the water and surfing, but not competing. Not just yet. Well, I mentioned Tyler and your relationship mm. with her, um, and she said that you were the inspiration behind her first title. Mm. It must have been quite humbling for you. Yeah, that was. It was a really special moment. She put my jersey on when she... She'd just won the world title, and she put my jersey on and uh, went out and surfed her next heat. Um, yeah, that was a special moment. I was sitting there. Yeah, I was crying and whatnot because it was really cool to see that. And, and yeah, just just a, a, a really nice gesture for, for her. And at that time, we didn't really know if I was going to be <laughs> surfing. So um, she was, yeah, kind of lifted my spirits, that's for sure. Really special day for our family to see her win that title. And also, um, yeah, just lifted the spirits of the entire family. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, Tyler hasn't been on the tour since like July 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, she, as, as we understand, she got influenza in, in mm -hmm. South Africa. Can, I mean, how is she, how, how are things with her at the moment? Well, she's great. I'm happy to report she's great. Uh, <laughs> she's happy, healthy and uh, surfing every day. Um, I can't wait to see her back. She's uh, so fired up and she's finally got some she just finally turned that corner with that um, influenza and, and um, the fatigue that she had afterwards. Um, it, just, it just was relentless for her. She, couldn't, um, she just couldn't turn that corner and then about three months ago she turned it and I was like, yeah, nice. And uh, look out when she comes back. She'll, she'll be back. <laughs> that's so cool. And yeah. I mean, for you, having been through like your own health issues, you're, you're probably able to, in a very different way, I mean, are you able to sort of support her and she can respect and understand that you know what it's like to be in a situation you don't want to be in? Yeah, that's it. Like, she was definitely in one of those situations. She didn't want to be in it, but she was in it. And, and um, yeah, I was trying to help her out as much as possible in problem solving. It's probably one thing that I've had to get good at because of, there's, of problems. And um, I was trying to help as much as I could. And, and um, yeah, she found her answers and, and got to it. And, and I was really happy to see that. And we had a lot, lot of moments to share and a lot of, like, things that she'd be like, oh, I've got this. And I'm like, yeah, right, I've still got that too. And then this, <laughs> and just, like, so many cool, cool, like, moments like that that, I could help her be like, it's okay, you know, like, it's okay to be feeling like this and it's okay that going like that and you'll surf again, you'll compete again, like, um, and, and um, yeah, she's, she's doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. So the, the next phase of Owen oh, Wright, what's on the, on the horizon for you? What are you kind of gunning for at the moment? I'm just gunning for more of that competitive passion that I felt in Tahiti. I just want to feel it more, and and uh, and what comes of that? I hope it's a world title, and I hope it's those 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 moments that I had in Tahiti, those opportunities to dig deep and and uh, fight hard. So yeah, I feel like I've fought pretty hard to get here, and now that I'm like feeling pretty good. I'll be still fighting, so yeah, that's probably next on the cards is that and um, getting married. <laughs> and that's going to be pretty cool, a special <laughs> day. Yeah. 
Have you, you've got lots of nice things to look forward to, but have you thought about the little event that's happening in Japan in uh, July of next year? I would absolutely love to be at the Olympics, but um, I, uh, I will need to be working on my small wave surfing to, uh, you know, see that gold medal or see a medal. So <laughs> um, I think before I start, I've probably got a good footed you know, height that's going to be um, a fair bit of weight that's going to be a big difference. But um, yeah, I just, I'll have to be working on that. And I got to qualify for that yet. I'm looking pretty good at the moment, mm. but um, yeah keep having those uh, moments and that passion and yeah, I'll be there. Did you ever think that was something that would be possible, that surfing would be at the Olympics and that that was even a, a, a conversation that we could be having that I would be saying to you, hey, do you want to go to the Tokyo 2020 Olympics? <laughs> well, it kind of felt a bit surreal really when we all found out that it was happening. I was like, oh yeah, cool. Didn't really know what to think. And then we were back in Oz and we at the Surfing Australia camp and and we we're doing kind of like a, their overview of all the possibles. And they had you know, Kathy Freeman, who's, you know, Australia's probably greatest sporters in the moment ever. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and a few others come by and talk and to, to see the passion and the way they spoke about it just really ignited a really good spark in all of the Aussies to be like, oh, that's where I want to be. Yeah. If I get to go, I would love just to be like kind of, you know, just in and around meeting all the different Olympians. And Let's be honest, Owen, you won't be rubbing shoulders. They'll be rubbing shoulders on your like, elbows. <laughs> Maybe with the swimmers, I'll be rubbing the gymnasts. shoulders. The gymnasts, the gymnasts will be rubbing yeah. shoulders with your hips. Shoulders the hip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, real quick one before we go. This is uh, about stereotypes. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you basically have to say true or false. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can sort of give a bit of response to each of them. But yep. first one is, most surfers are lazy. <laughs> That's true. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and self-indulgent. <laughs> uh, surfing is easy. Oh, uh, no, that's not true. No. Surfing isn't a real sport. That's not true. <laughs> no. All surfers pee in their wetsuits. That's true. That is for sure true. And if you haven't, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Surfers love doing yoga. That's not true. No, I don't like doing yoga. <laughs> Surfers only like to surf in summer. No, not true. That's not true. Winter's some of the best waves there is. That's when most of the best waves there is. All surfers own skateboards. That's probably true. Surfers don't wash their hair. <laughs> it's pretty true. <laughs> when was the last time you washed yours? Well, I actually washed it last night, actually. <laughs> and uh, lucky last, all surfers have great tans and abs. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably pretty true about the uh, tans. And we have to be pretty fit. <laughs> yeah. Mostly acrobats on surfboards. Yeah, a lot of zinc as well. So much zinc. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, it's, it's been really nice to sit down with you and I think to see your journey from where you were, well, to have, to have seen you before your accident, to mm. see where you are now, um, and I guess you wouldn't want that to define you. The, well, it's not an accident. I don't mind if it does. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> but it's, it's amazing that you've been able to come back and I guess 
you know, you're obviously pretty proud of it, but for you now, you're happy with, with who you are and where you are and, and you're ready to rock and roll? Yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll and always kind of, you know, trying to squeeze that next kind of step out of yourself. I, I really believe in life that you, there's always a next level and uh, yeah, it's just whether or not you want to take yourself there. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, happy taking myself there. Well, look, I genuinely do hope that you practice on the small waves and yeah, I hope too. that we see you in Tokyo <laughs> in a year's time. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, I'll be excited. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel podcast. podcast. A big, big thanks to Ash and, of course, to Owen as well. Another thanks goes to the World Surf League for those commentary clips. If you like this week's podcast, then make sure you've subscribed as we have an episode coming up with none other than surfing legend Kelly Slater in the next few months. Surfing is one of those new sports for Tokyo 2020 and so is skateboarding. In the summer, we made the case for why skateboarding at the Olympics will be awesome. Here's a clip from Deshaun Jordan. The Olympics, you know, in general, it's just, it's just a big, it's a big opportunity for skateboarding to grow, you know, and I feel like as far as like women being able to get that spotlight too, and it kind of been this equal thing, I think that's great. I have put a link in the episode description for that one. Everyone's social handles are in there too, if you want to give anyone a follow from the podcast. A five-star review on the podcast app would be very nice indeed. Let people know which is your favourite episode and maybe stick in a motivational quote as the title for your review. That really does help us out quite a lot. That is it for now though. See you soon. Think like an Olympian.